live, on time, on point, couldn't be free of charge. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the 228th live edition. Long time coming, highly anticipated, and never duplicated, office supplicated, underappreciated, and about you program. The only program to feature the nickel, nickel standard penny compensated talents of William Bishop, Blake Everest, state board mediator, moderators. Third round draft pick from name later, three people, two attempts, one dream. Broadcasting's finest training rack. Please be a deer and go hit up that Twitter link in the in the chat. Broadcasting's finest train wreck. Enough about you as a Cordial Media presentation in association with YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Anchor FM, available from every coast to every coast. And now, here he is, sitting in for the vacationing William Bissett, Video Game Badger. He is uh, Beetle Bomb TV. Beetle Bomb, let me just introduce you, and you can fill in all the rest of the gaps. He is a streamer. He is a voice actor. He is, uh, I don't know. He's a member of Stream Team. He's close to partner. <laughs> he's uh, he's uh, my buddy. He got me a drink the first time, uh, first time I met him across the table at some at a Borderlands party at Pack South. Was it South? I believe that was it. Yeah, it, it was the South. Gearbox party. It was the Gearbox. It was Gearbox. That's right. That's right. So Beetle Bomb, welcome, man. I, I've uh, I've been wanting to do some some stuff with you other than subs and follows and hosts and all the cool stuff. Uh, Beetle's got a great show and he's uh, he's pretty hilarious in his own right. So welcome, man. Thanks. It's good to have. It's good to be here. Yeah. Thank you for having me. So so here the most interesting thing that I saw. I thought he, okay, he's just another streamer. I saw him doing variety stuff, et cetera, et cetera, and then I see this commercial. And turns out, was it Call of Duty? Yep, Call of Duty. It was a commercial. And you said, hey, that's me. And I went, what? <laughs> and I said, hang on. So tell me about, tell me about your voiceover work and how you get started and, and trace all the stuff coming up back to where suddenly now we're looking at a commercial and it's you in the background going, hey, everybody, would you like some a cup of nuclear in your face you know all the 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 cheesy stuff that you do tell tell me about that so i've actually had uh several people tell me over the years um are you do you do voiceover you should try voiceover all that good stuff um it wasn't until about a year ago right about this time actually that uh, a friend of mine here in los angeles uh was over for a visit um when social distancing wasn't a thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember those days when we could actually <laughs> hang with each other. Wasn't it great? It seemed, it seems like a, a long time ago. <laughs> and um, she suggested, hey, you should check out this program that I did. Uh, I just did it for fun, but maybe it's something that can get you to where you want to be. Uh, and it's a program called the VO Dojo. Uh, it piggybacks off of uh, like martial arts belt levels. And uh, I started doing that last year, around end of July, beginning of August. Um, and the whole Call of Duty thing was just kind of a freak thing. Uh, they sent out like a last-minute email saying, we really need somebody. We haven't found anybody that they like yet. Um, my audition, I did at 2.30 in the morning. I had been out um, the evening before. I was actually at a, a, a screening, a VIP screening of the new uh, Kevin Smith movie. The uh -huh. Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Yes. Um, so I, I actually went there. I got to meet them, but that's besides the point. Awesome. Um, I was out really late. I was also very, very sick. 
Um, so I decided, you know what, I'm just going to do this. I had, didn't even think anything of it, and they didn't even really tell me what it was for. They just wanted me to read a script that they sent over in a certain style. So I did that, sent it off. Within six hours, I got a response back, and they wanted me to come in and do some audio. And I thought it was just a callback that I was going to be auditioning for more a group of right. other people. And uh -huh. I was like, I got there, and I was like, where's all the other people? And they said, this is it. You're up. You got this. So, and it was, it's one of the only things I've had since I started doing voiceover, but there's more opportunity on the horizon because I'm coming to the end of that program that I'm in. And uh -huh. that's when you put together your demo and your website and all that good stuff. So nice. good things coming, good things coming. Yeah. And, and VO work has got to be like some of the easiest stuff, right? I mean, think about, think about acting, being on camera, doing your stuff, doing bodies, having the emotion and all of that sort of business. It takes away all of that burden and you can just focus on this one thing of reading it in the way, in the thing that you, you know, in the uh, thing that you do. Go ahead and throw that in chat if you want to. Uh, cause, oh, sure. Because uh, it, won't, it won't ban you, I don't think. Because how I am right now, I can't change my monitor. If I touch it, it'll blow up. So okay. So if you want to send something to chat, you can put it in there. Go hit up hit up that uh, that video. Is that your demo reel and all that? No, that's that the that's the commercial that I did. That's, that's insane, man. And so so already already we're I uh, see I knew we were going to be fast friends. I'm a Kevin Smith fan also. I I had uh, Smodcast was one of the uh, precursors to this that I that okay. uh, I started. So you know Smodcast him and Scott Mosier. Did did a thing, and all he did what a long time ago was just talking to a mic. Him and Scott just hanging out, shooting the breeze, talking about movies or whatever else came up, doing a little improv, all that, all that good stuff. I'm I'm a uh, Kevin Smith fan. His his movies are average. The guy as a podcaster and a broadcaster, I think he's way better one of those than he is a movie maker. He's got some good movies, um, but uh, he's a better personality than he is a filmmaker. Which which I, if you like him as a filmmaker, I, I think he's ten times the the broadcaster. So that's that's neato. So what? So you were so were you sick with like a sinus thing? I don't know what it was. I I know I had like a slight fever and and I was I had chills and oh it wasn't like I don't know it was it was just like a twenty four hour bug because after I got over it you know I got over it relatively quickly yeah. and it was unfortunately after I sent the demo off but I guess it was a good thing because it I guess it helped me get the commercial. Right. Well, okay, so that's why I always that's the reason why I was asking is because every time like twice a year I'll get allergies pretty bad. No, not fee no fever, but sniffling, sore throat, all the runny nose, all that business and a, and a nice cough. But what it'll do is it drops my voice already another another octave and it's super low. So for about 2 weeks out of the year, once in the spring and once in the fall, man, I am very white. The reason why I asked that is I thought, well, maybe, yeah, you're right. Your deep voice and your grogginess was just the absolute perfect, you know, uh, perfect thing they were looking for in uh, in that in that commercial or whatever. So you you never so I didn't ask you about this. You never saw the video to that. No, like when, they when you sent were me reading, the, they sent me the script initially, and then uh, once I got there, they uh -huh. had some, they had the audio, but there was no video. I didn't have any video to work off. So it's of. music and, and they, explosions, right? You're not even listening to that when you do it. It's just, they say delivered, they have a paper in front of you or an iPad or whatever it is that they give you. And they uh -huh. want, they say these lines deliver each one individually and do this one in this style. And then we'll move on to the next one and we'll tell you how we want that one. And then you get to the bottom and then they're like, all right, give us 
this line again, but do a slightly different take on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually it's it's pretty difficult. I would have thought it would be easier than uh-huh. uh, regular acting, but it's harder when you can see an actor. They can convey emotion like distress and sadness and happiness. Like you you could see it on their face. Right. It's harder to convey that with your voice. So you have to be one hundred percent physically in it in order to get that across. Oh sure. And it's not for easy. Sure. It's not for easy sure. at all. Not easy at all. Yeah. Well if you if you watch uh, uh so I'm a, I'm a big fan. I mean just like Kevin Smith, I'm a big fan of Batman, right? So the animated series is one is one of the best Batman creations ever, and we know Mark Hamill, uh, Luke Skywalker fame, actually did the brilliant voice of the Joker. I think, I think between all the Jokers that have ever existed, it is number one Heath Ledger, number two Mark Hamill. Right? Uh, I I'm pretty well. Uh, I think I'm uncontested in that take. <laughs> like there's I don't I don't know I don't know that anybody would have any differences. But when he's doing it, he's got he's in there and he's animating it and he's he's going nuts, right? And yep. he's going uh, and he's got his hands up and he's going hey, bats and you know he's doing all of the things, all of the a- animating. He's very physical and he's sweating, like he's really really into it. And he's doing the laugh, <laughs> you know, he's doing the high pitched thing and he's and he's got a grin on his face, like he's opening his mouth as big as the cartoon character opens his mouth and mm-hmm. does the big smile and all of that, all that sort of stuff. So. Yeah, I guess you, you, you only have this narrow channel to convey all the emotion that you have to. And uh, you got you to make it come through. And, and I guess the animators do do the rest. So how does so what comes first, the chicken or the egg in, in, in an animated show? Or have you, have you gotten that far? No, I haven't gotten that far yet. It just depends on the scenario. Sometimes they'll record the audio, and then they will have the animators work off of the audio that they're given uh-huh. or they have the animation done already and they'll actually show you the animation while you were reading from a script and uh-huh. you have to try to sync up with the animation the second one is way harder because oh for sure you're you're confined to that animation you have to speak at the speed of that animation yep. they, they're not going to speed it up or slow it down for your convenience you have right. to make it fit yeah so that would first be way harder easier than the other yeah but then at the same time, there's an animator there who's having to draw your inflections and your lips and your and your C's and your T's, right? And if and having to draw all that, I mean, I guess the animator animation should be maybe second because that's now that the audio's down, that's more static and they can they have more time to draw an animation than you have time to sync it up, right? Yeah, I like yeah. it that way better. Then it oh, becomes sure. their problem, not mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they oh, have to worry about it. For sure. For sure, man. Well, that's that's great, man. So so how tell me this. How did you uh how did you start streaming? Right? Why, oh, or how and why? And when and all that. So take us through the the um the decision process and who prompted if anybody prompted you or you saw someone and you went, I want to do that. Like I that's that's it. Right. So I've had a Twitch account since 2014, mm-hmm. and I'm not even sure what I did or the reason why I signed up for the account. I don't. Even, I really, honestly, don't remember. Um, but at the time, I was just clicking around YouTube videos, um, and there was a streamer. He's actually. I don't even think he really streams anymore. I haven't seen or heard from him in forever. <laughs> uh, there was a streamer named uh, Brit Bong who's pretty controversial. He's mm-hmm. from like. 4chan community and um 
uh, he was, I was playing a game of Grand Theft Auto, and I, was, I happened to be in the same session as him. And I didn't think anything of it. I didn't know who he was, what was going on. I just know that there was somewhere on the map there was griefing going on, and I was listening to everything happening. So fast forward about a week later, I was talking with my brother, and I told him what happened, and he said, oh, I think you were in a session with Britbong. I think I was watching that, and I was like, I don't even know who that is or what, 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 do you, what you mean you were and watching. How are you, wa- so he, how are you watching? Yeah. Right. So he showed me the video, and I was, and you could see, like, if you go, if you watch the chat on the side, you could see my name pop up in the chat. So I realized that I had been in whatever was going on. Oh. So, and I watched the video, and just the editing of the video, and the way the gameplay was presented as, uh, like, an entertainment, uh, like a, 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 a clip, a series of clips strung together, and I had never seen anything like that before, uh, probably because I live under a rock, <laughs> and, um... I uh, I didn't think anything of it at the time, but then I watched a few of his streams, and then he got himself banned, and I found myself floating around this Twitch verse and thinking to myself, well, there's got to be more than just him on this platform mm-hmm. because they wouldn't make a platform like this just for him. Right. And that was probably around the end of 2017, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And then I, I went to the front page, and the first... Uh, streamer I came across was Misty uh, and I was like alright well I'll check this out and she was playing Fortnite at the time and mm-hmm. uh, she had a very engaging community she was very welcoming she's very nice her, her streams are really really chill and she's just an awesome awesome person and streamer and she's a good friend of mine and um, that that friendship evolved over time because after watching her then I was like alright well I'm going to give this a shot Yeah. so I first went live in February of 2018 and I hadn't really done any kind of homework on it. I just kind of threw a stream together and did my thing and my stream was going very, very slowly. And um, I saw a friend of mine and she was pulling in viewers left and right and she was getting a lot of follows. What at the time I thought was a lot of follows. It was actually just normal growth. Mm-hmm. Um, so I asked her what her, what she was doing, and she said, oh, well, I have a friend who is a stream coach, and that's how I met Shadow Fox. And I know the subject uh-huh. of stream coaches is touchy, and some people agree with it, some people don't. It's dicey, right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Right, it's dicey. And the way, the way I view it is, you know, there's first base coaches, there's, there's batting coaches, there's all these different coaches. Why not have a stream coach? Yeah. That's just my take on it. Yeah. Um, so I got in, put in touch with her. And she introduced me to the people that she was friends with and the people that uh, were also uh, looking for coaching and what it is they were trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us have become friends and remain friends to this day. So from there, I started doing things that she suggested to help grow my channel, like uh, co- cohesive names over social media, like little things that I wasn't yes. doing. Yes. And it makes a huge, huge, huge difference. difference. Yeah. And I got affiliate within, it took about two months after I finally started making those changes. Mm -hmm. And then it's just been a crazy ride from there. And I thought it was just going to be, I'm going to turn on my camera, I'm going to play video games for a little while, and then turn it off. You think? That's That's what you think? That's going to be the end of it. It's there's so much more. There's so to it. much and more. And I always discover more, and I'm like, why wasn't I doing this all along? And yep. I could have been doing that, and it would have made my life so much easier. So yep. it's just this continual learning process. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, and you go, you go. Look, I'm already, 
I'm already playing video games a couple nights a week. Why not just turn on a camera and crack, crack wise? Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what I thought. So mine was, uh, I, I have a, a similar one, but I but mine was, uh, I, I messaged my buddy. I was playing Faster Than Light. Okay. Oh, I love that game. It was great. It's great, right? And I was getting yep. my, my head kicked in. Just cr- getting crushed. It's hard, right? Yep. And he said, hey, he, if you want to be good at Faster Than Light, go watch this guy. And uh, he sent me... He sent me this guy, Lethal Frag. Hits the button on just about anything he does. Hits the button, thousand viewers. Right? He's been doing, and he's been doing this for eight, nine, ten years, something like that. He's 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 one of the uh, he's near Justin TV, if not Justin TV. And he says, "You want to be good at lethal? Uh, you want to be good at faster than light? Go watch this guy." And I went, "What? What is this Twitch thing?" Oh man, it, it's on. So I, cre- I mean, that was March of 2015. I created an account. If you look at my, look at my uh, when when I created my name, I said, okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a name and I'm gonna get going, and off we go. Um, and I said, oh, I I never thought, oh, I'm gonna be a viewer. I thought, I instantly put put myself in the chair and said, I'm doing this. That was it. I was never a viewer. I, I said uh, this this is what I'm this is what I'm gonna do um, because in in 2008 I was hemming and hawing I was starting a pod I started a podcast with a buddy of mine and we were kicking around figuring out what we wanted to do we were gonna do something so I had I have this I had this mic and this stand and I actually bought four mics because what I wanted was um, what I wanted was four players three voices four players. Um, and a podcast where we build something, right? And that was maybe maybe 2011 was when I got it all. And so I was kind of kicking around. We had a couple attempts uh, about it. The the name of it was Enough About You, and uh, I already had all the equipment. And I said, well, I don't. I, no one's going to really start this with me right now. So I'm going to start my own channel, see what I can do, and then I'm going to move move into uh, do this podcast. If I if my dream would be to have a studio with four people where we knock something out a couple times a week because, and have cameras and all the other stuff. Uh, same, same setup as, you know, something like Joe Rogan does. Um, before Joe Rogan was doing Joe Rogan, I was going, Hey, this is, this is kind of what I'm thinking about doing. And then I saw it and I went, Oh yeah, that's, that's exactly what I want to do. And so I, I had, I had all the stuff and the will and this, what I wanted to do before I found the platform. And then, that day, my buddy introduced me to the platform. I went, oh, I'm making plans. Like, this is, it's on. Like, I, here we go. And I started, and I uh, I sucked. I may still suck. I don't know. <laughs> but I went out, and I grabbed all the names, and I, I did all my stuff, and we are off and running. I got my plan together, and I brought my son on, uh, Ash. So we started, for the first couple of years, we did Terraria streaming, he and I, every, uh, like, three three nights a week, four nights a week, playing Terraria. Me and my kid, it was great, man. Uh, it's it's a great place. Yeah. yeah so I've, I've never known anything like this, and it's ever. fantastic. It's fantastic, right? But you're you're right. What's okay? Give me give me an example. What is what is a a non-streaming job that you like to do versus uh, okay? No, sorry, a not uh, a a streaming related task. That's a better way to put it. That you kind of like doing, and a streaming related task that you freaking hate. 
<laughs> Can I start with the one that I hate? Yeah, um, of course you do. <laughs> what one thing that I, I mean, I don't really hate it. I'm just not good at it. Um, is the social media aspect of mm -hmm. streaming? Um, there's so many different places to post, and it feels like there's a bunch of unwritten rules that need to be followed. Yep. And it's I, I've started paying attention to those rules a little bit less and doing more of my own thing recently. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of what's had an impact. Um, like I used to make sure that I did going live tweets every single time that I went live and doing that when you're streaming five or six days a week, like coming up with something new and clever becomes daunting after a while. Yeah. So then I was like, you know what? I'm just not going to do it because it, you know, people have alerts set up to know when you're going live. They're going to look in the discord when you're going live. I can I just pop in the discord and be like, Hey, I'm live. And let everybody know that I'm there. Mm -hmm. And then if they really want to watch, then they'll come watch. If not, I'm going to be live anyway. So I just, the, the social media is just, it's it's daunting to me. Like, I don't, I'm not going to do a, a flossing dance just to get one or two <laughs> followers. It's just not going to happen. Um, <laughs> although I will do other things. Um, you'll just have to check my Twitter. To you'll, yeah, you'll, um, uh, you, I, yeah. Don't make those claims because I've I've seen you do some <laughs> crazy stuff, man. It's uh, you you got a good you got a good thing going, man. But what, I, uh, what, what I, about one you do, what that you don't mind doing, or you kind of kind of uh, cathartic or therapeutic to do? What one like that you don't mind it too much? Therapeutic for me is going through my vods and clips and just seeing what worked, seeing what didn't work, um, and then making clips and things from there it's just kind of my way of unwinding like i don't mm -hmm. i hope it doesn't sound narcissistic that i enjoy watching me and it's not that i i you know it's not something that i do because i really love hearing my own voice i do it because it helps me get better i can see what yeah. i did and what happened when because when you're in the heat of the moment, you don't remember everything that happened. You don't remember everything that was said or what was done. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes you miss things in chat. And, you know, I have it set up so that chat is right, right on my screen. So if I miss anything and I go back and watch the VOD, I can see that there's chat in the window. Right. Um, and that kind of stuff, uh, seeing how people reacted and uh, what they enjoyed. It's, it's something that I enjoy as well because it helps me, you know, stay on the right path. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, build, building. That's all you're doing is, you know, mm -hmm. building, getting a little bit better every time. That's great. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I agree, man. Social media is tough, and I, I tweet out every time I go live. I, I, I get on there every day, and I read, and I like some things, so I'm an engaged um, user. So I'll, I'll get out there and like some things, and I'll reply to my friends and maybe crack why, like you like yours. You had a great one, uh, Neil, Degra uh, or, uh, Neil deGrasse Dyson. Oh yeah, uh, I yeah, thought yeah. that was that was freaking hilarious, man. Uh, you can go check out uh, Beatles Twitter. Um, right, by the way, is your, your channel hosting this one right now? Yep. Okay, good. Sorry. Uh, uh, tactical business. Uh, thank you. So then sure. we, uh, um, uh, yeah, I, that sort of thing. But then making an, a kind of an original post. I, I've uh, what I did was. Um, I tried to figure out other things that I'm doing that really doesn't give away my too much about real life and position. And, you know, I'm, a, I'm fairly protective of my family and my kids, so I can't really give away my, even my, you know, my state. Uh, so I say central U.S. and then I, then I do stuff. So my, my recent Twitter thing that I engage with is we do every, every week we, week we do family movie night. And so I will take the Rotten Tomatoes clip 
and show the percentage rotten or percentage fresh and uh, little thing. And then I say, tonight's family movie night, you know, Sneakers, starring Robert Redford, Sidney Poitier, Dan Aykroyd, and then a blurb. And then a Rotten Tomatoes thing, and then I and I post about then at the very the and then I reply to my own tweet when we're done, give all of my family's thumbs up or thumbs down, and then add a usually a picture or a gif from the movie that was significant, um, or that I laughed at. Right, the I think the most recent one I did was um, Intolerable Cruelty, Clooney, and uh, Catherine Zeta Jones and. Heinz the Baron Kraus von Espy, right? That the the whole the whole shebang. Intolerable Cruelty was a uh, critic said this is a rarity on movies. Critics said yes, audience said no, and usually the it's flipped. Usually it is the audience liked it. Audience is generally higher, and the critics uh, will usually pan a movie if it's not woke enough or it's, if it if it hits the wrong message. But the audience may like it. Generally they'll uh they'll they'll shift that and this one was an opposite one i thought it was hilarious and i have heinz the baron kraus von espy and milk bones hard crunchy bones for zatis i have those sound drops in my show all the time anybody said talks about dogs we're going does anybody have any bones anybody in any bones does elvieta want some bones <laughs> so ash had never so part of also my son being on stream for me is my son does not know all the Americana that I have, and so we also have uh, as conversation in my in my sh my channel is, all right, before you release a a being out into the world like my son, what movies does he need to see required viewing before you release him onto the world? Right, so uh, Ghostbusters. You, you got to see Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd and, uh, and you know, Egon Spengler. And all, you got to see all those guys, right? Harold Ramis. Um, you got to see those guys. You, you need to know when someone says, where do those stairs go? Your reply is, well, they go up. Oh. <laughs> That's it. That's it. So you, you need to know all these Americans. So I have all of these, and all these sound drops come into my show. Ash has no context, Right. Right, what, that a, that a grown ass adult will will immediately get. So I need to bring him in, and every time we see, like uh, at the end of Blade Runner, when uh, Edward James almost says, "Too bad she won't live," but then again, who does? Right? Then Ash goes, "Oh, oh!" And it's a great moment, right? It's a great moment when uh, when he when he jumps in and goes, "Wow!" You know. Uh, so I post that on Twitter. And then on occasion, uh, when I'm outside and I'm and I'm uh, or I'm trapped somewhere, and I'm freaking, you know, or I'm I'm uh, you know I've got I've got some stuff to say, I'll make it kind of innocent type of what's going on, et cetera, et cetera, and I also tweet a bunch uh, any of those um, any of the the conventions. Twitter is my oh, yeah. go-to for. You want to keep up with me? Twitter's the best way. Here we can do pictures and do videos and all that business. Uh, but it, but you're right. It is daunting to have to build a non-streaming presence with Twitter, either via humor or in you know fresh takes or all of that business. Because it's if you're if you're all you're posting is going live. You're right. There's there's ways to find find you if you want to go live right there's twitch notifications there's discord there's all, all kinds of stuff right yep. or those show up right um anyway 
Uh, so mine is uh, mine is kind of like yours. Mine is editing. Uh, I've got I've gotten good at editing uh, my little videos and clips together. And like this this takes me very little time to edit. Uh, you know, I usually don't edit. I, I can chop stuff out uh, and put it in pretty quick. I've got kind of templates that I use, and um, uh, like I'm getting good at editing. I was. Uh, do you know who Chippy Gaming is? I do not. Okay. Uh, you know, Pedguin is. Okay, these are. Uh, it's okay if you don't. Uh, these are guys in the Terraria world. Okay, Terraria, one of the greatest games on planet Earth. And one day, it had to have been. It was my late night, so it would have been their early morning. And Chippy, who has a kajillion subscribers on YouTube, Pedguin has a kajillion sus- subscribers on Twitch. And he's a member of the Yogs cast, which is the Jingle Jam every December. Like, the Yogs cast is, they're monster streamers, monster personalities, all this sort of stuff. And they were playing Fortnite together and just farting around. And they were just talking about what they like about their stream and their content and all of that other stuff. And they were just spouting all of this, all of this genius stuff. It, they, it, was, it was a stream coach session for free in 45 minutes about what was working. And these guys are, you would, you, everybody who looked at them, I mean, you, every measure of what is successful, like you getting affiliate is you're, you're in the top 1%, right? Or top 3% or whatever on Twitch, you get affiliate. You're, I would say you're successful, right? Because, uh, the long tail of streamers stream to zero people, zero audience. And that's a reality, right? The, it's a long tail of that Pareto chart. Uh, but these guys by any, almost any measure of success, these guys are, uh, these guys are successful. And they were just talking about, hey, man, I, I've really gotten good at this, or I'm really enjoying this, or my... Uh, and Pedguin asked, Chippy's a YouTuber, he said, what is your process for posting a video? And so Chippy just laid out basically his day and said, here's what I do. I make an outline. I set up the base. He And, he, and so he, he was talking about, he set up his deal, set it all up do his recording, and then he says, I've gotten good at editing. So basically he was he was saying that it's a good video of his is around four hours of work, and maybe 30 minutes of it, 45 minutes of it is in-game. And I went, dang. Like, <laughs> that, and that right there is so far from, hey, I just want to play video games. I'm going to click on a camera. Right. right, and just turn it on and re-record, see what happens, and and do all that. That is so far removed from that. He says, but I, I, he's, he's but I'm, he says, but I'm able to get closer to that. The more, the better I get at editing, because then my outlines and my setups and my editing, that time is now crunched down. I've got it better than it was, and now I can spend more time playing playing the game that I love. The reason why I got into this, right, right, interesting, right. So all, all that stuff goes into streaming. So when we talk about this, edit, editing, OBS, setup, oh my goodness. Like th- this, this green screen that Beetle can see, that, no, that you guys can't, <laughs> getting that tuned just right because it's a mixture of the color, the lighting, and the shade, the hex key. That is, that is years of your life. You will never get back getting that done. <laughs> That's why I don't use one. It's just easier to have all this stuff behind Bro, me. Than and I'm green, so, green I know, I know you are. And when you, when you go live with that background, I'm going, that is, that has got to be the way to do it. I'm sick of this goddamn green screen. 
So first off, tell me what is okay. Everybody asks you all this. What is all that stuff, and what is uh, what what makes up the backdrop of your background? It's mostly well. Well, my my collection behind me started with uh, Transformers. I'm an '80s kid, so mm-hmm. I have tons of Transformers behind me. They're both original uh, series one from back in '84 all the way up to oh. they make like third party uh, <clears throat> knockoffs now that are like astounding quality. So mm-hmm. I have a mixture of all that. And then mainly what's behind me is I have a lot of Fallout stuff. Yep. Like I have all these is all bobbleheads that you can collect in Fallout 3. And it's just an amalgamation of all the different games that I'm interested in and have played over the years. And I also have things that viewers uh, have sent to my P.O. Box as well. So it's just a collection of like all that stuff. That's great, man. P.O. Box is awesome. Uh, I would love to do a P.O. Box. Uh, Number one, it it would probably reveal too much. Number two, I mean, I would get poop. Like they would just send poop. I mean, they just send poop, eggs, you know, uh, whatever, uh, glitter. Like I'd open it in my car like a dum dum, and I'd be glitter all over my car. Oh, did you get poop? No, no, what no, you? no. One of my mods sent me a five pound bag of runts, and this was like a year ago. I'm still working through it. So you never know what you're gonna get. Isn't that great? Yeah. Mm. But that's that's great content of of opening it on stream, but then also. Your glitter is now all over your studio, right? Yes. Yeah, because <laughs> if you somebody sends some glitter, uh, then you're uh, you're you're toast, right? I hope right. it doesn't come to that. I hope I, I hope they're I'm nice enough to them that they're nice to me. They, yeah, they are. And and uh, by the way, Beatles Beatles nice, so treat him nice. And so tell me about uh, do you have, how do you have any uh, how frequently do you get trolls in your in your stream that you have to ban? How often, right? Not. Very often, surprisingly, um, I actually I'm kind of bummed that I don't get more trolls than a lot of other streamers. Like I really would love. I've I've had opportunities where I've I've had they people come in and troll and I've turned them into viewers. Yep. Um, and yep. then there's always the ones that are just so ridiculously over the top trolly that it's yeah it's guaranteed content. There's and no that's hope. what yeah. that's what I'm hoping for. I'm like, mm-hmm. come on, come in, try something. Let's see what let's see what happens. Let's see how far you get. <laughs> see how far you so, get. Yeah. yeah. Until you just completely push every single one of my buttons. Let's see how far you can get. <laughs> right. Yeah. I've I've had that before where a guy comes in and he starts. I'm like, there's a and tell me if you tell me if you get this. There's a vibe that you can instantly tell from the first text message they type mm-hmm. there is a vibe right and i and it is i've been doing this i'm now my fifth year i'm about to be partner for two years now there is a vibe from the first text message and from that first text message you can tell intent you can tell personality you can tell uh you, you can tell context and you can tell the uh, the emotion behind it, and you go, "Oh, this is not going to work out." <laughs> yeah. And I and I can tell like when someone when I'm going to have fun with someone, or when yes. they need like it needs to be cut off right away. Right. I'll just I'll be I'll just read chat casually, right? And my mods will hear me. I'll be like, "All right, swords ready," and yep. they know. Like, yep. they know. Steady. So it's it's, it's great. Steady, easy, <laughs> easy. Hold. It's like brave. It's that moment in Braveheart. Hold. 
And he's, he's although sometimes hold, I know. think I think they're trying. My mods are trying to hold me back because I've been getting these people coming in saying how I can pay them to grow my viewers, and mm -hmm. then they ban them. And I'm like, what? I wanted to read that. I Wait a to second. Know how to grow my viewers? Wait a second. I've got a couple bucks spare. I don't need viewers. That's, that's a good deal. <laughs> Message yeah, is got, gone before I even get to react to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get I get those I get those two. But your mods are mods are the greatest, man. They uh, I actually need another one or two. Um, that comes in, but here's here's my thing is so I've I've gone through so as a variety streamer I would I would uh, bet it's different, but for me I've I've rebuilt myself uh, twice now I've had three mains right in my in my career first one was Terraria actually the first stream I ever did was Payday Two because uh, it was it was a riot and. Uh, uh, but I, I eventually settled on uh, I settled on Terraria very very quickly. My first stream was July fourth of twenty fifteen was my very very first one where I went live with uh, <clears throat> with Payday Two and me and my gang. And very quickly after that, it turned to Terraria. And uh, I think by the I had done ten episodes by the end of that July, uh, or maybe maybe like the twenty fifth of July, because there's a YouTube video of my tenth episode out there with highlights on it when I first started doing highlights, very very first one. <clears throat> and um, Terraria has a fair number of trolls in its audience, and, and meaning there's a fair number also of kids that uh, come in there. So there's kids that just want to say type the f word in chat, and then they get banned. And you know, meanwhile, I've got a kid next to me here uh who was super pretty young at, at the time and so what i've gotten was there were some of those that came in and then there were some of the trolls just like yours who came in and he and one guy was saying hey man i came here to talk smack and troll you but you're actually pretty cool so i'm gonna toss you a follow thanks for being awesome i'll catch you later and he just followed and then left <laughs> i was like, okay well, that's great like you win them over, right? You know, and that's that's a that's the greatest one. When you win, you know, there's a troll. He's like, look, I came here to talk smack, but you know, then uh, but you win them over. That's a great feeling, right? That warm fuzzy honesty that you get. Yeah, yeah, it's you great. Know you form that bond over yeah. trolling. It's it's that's a special bond. <clears throat> yeah. The other one is uh, the other one I get that uh, that warm fuzzy where I I, I give uh, streamer jitsu uh, is what I call it, right? Is where you turn their negative into a positive, right? Where they say. Hey man, you did such. I get this rarely, but hey, hey, hey man, you did X, Y, and Z, and I'm uh, I can't abide, and I'm never gonna watch you again. And my response is, Hey man, no problem. Thank you so much for being a part of my community for so long. It really meant a lot to me. <laughs> that's it. Like if they've been with me for six months, nine months, or whatever, I just say, Hey man, that's no problem. Thank you so much. You were you were great. Thank you for always being there. I appreciate it so much. And sure enough, two weeks later, wipe right back in, uh, <laughs> right back in. And I'm, and they're like, God dang it! Like, cloud, you, stop it! You know, you're supposed to be mad. You're supposed to have a fight with me. And I'm going, no, no, no. It's fine. It's <laughs> it's totally fine. Um, so that happened a lot in Terraria. I went to Ark Survival Evolve, which is a beautiful game. Okay. Uh, it is now just it's. It's a train wreck, and I can't do it anymore. Streaming was a weird space in it. I gave it nine months of, and I was nothing, right? And then Factorio captured my imagination, and then I was we were off and running, right? Um, Factorio is a self-selecting audience, and 
man, I haven't had to ban anybody in a long time, right? It's bots will come in and say some, say some st- bots, but bots aren't really people. They're just bots. They'll just come in and do the thing. But a, right. an actual person, it is probably, I'll tell you, man, it is probably twice a year max there. I will, I will have a ban uh, anymore. And I will go, I went like a, I think West dude, um, one of my mods has a, we went a year and a half without playing Terraria. And was all Factorio, all Factorio. And then the day I switched back to Terraria for a one-time throwback, it was like six people. Six people in a three-hour stream or something. <laughs> they just came flooding back. They and saw they came, their All the trolls. And he's going, man, I miss these days where I could... <laughs> He said, "Why don't you do this more often? Most of the time, there's no ban action going on. Why don't you come? Why don't you do this there more often?" Um, but the game has a uh, as a as a variety streamer, it's probably different. But a game has a lot to do with its audience that it attracts. Mm-hmm. And since I'm now the Factorio guy, I get OCD engineers, uh, and I get IT folks, and uh, I get uh, folks who are uh, who will um, uh, super o- super OCD. You missed an inserter. Yep. Fifth one from the left. That was back four minutes ago. An inserter was turned 90 degrees. It's the 11th boiler out of the 12. You need to go back there and fix it. And I'm, okay, well, there, there you go. Uh, uh, yeah, that's great, right? Let's do that. Um, but I don't. I, the, the trolls, I really, really, really don't get very much at all. Um, not, any, not anymore. Not since I switched. And I think the game has a lot to, lot to do with it, right? Um. Uh, but anyway, so what I uh, uh, t- so so what is what are you doing uh, these these days? You you did a um, did you do any factorio on this launch weekend? No, no. no. Uh, in fact, I I am so you posted a gif about it. I yes, I've been playing it in my off time. I'm not oh. streaming it in any way. Okay, um, bro. It, the, the streaming aspect, it's I'm so bad at factorio. Like I just oh. need to learn more. I think like no. I've. I've the thought, like I said, when I was in your stream before, like the thought of trains just overwhelms me. And then to know that there's like flying robots out there, and now there's the 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 Spidertron. And I've I I didn't even know that was a thing. Ugh. That's how infrequently I play. But it's just just watching is is good enough for me. Is it really? Uh, okay. Well, yeah. Look. I love I love watching it, and I love you know I get I do get ideas, and I I you know I look at some of what you've got going on, like your your uh, smelter setups and all that, and I I have stuff similar also so i have that 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 i feel that bond i'm like okay i'm on the right track i know what i'm doing so. yeah good good if you have any questions or you want to do if you ever want to do a uh, a co-op where you uh i've done this before with um i guess see at that same party did you meet z1 gaming yeah Ah, okay. He and I did a co-stream maybe two months ago chad i don't remember when it was but he said hey i want to learn factorio can you just let's do a Discord? Let's do a let's do a squad squad up, and you can show me the ropes. And I went, let's do it, man. And we had a great time, and I, we took a newbie through there. And and believe me, don't sweat uh, the Factorio community. Um, uh, they're not gonna they're not gonna beat up on you. Uh, they're they're absolutely super helpful. Um, and if you have genuine questions, you could say, look. Uh, don't backseat me, but can you give me a concept that I could follow? And then I could think my way through it. They'll even be gentle enough to do that. They'll, they'll almost never hate on you for being, for being just trying to improve. They're super, super good. 
Um, and they will, uh, it's a super welcoming community. Um, so to bring you guys up to speed, this is, by the way, it's a great weekend to play Factorio. The Twitch audience, it's all over Steam. Twitch audience is blowing up, uh, way bigger than, uh, than usual. So it's a great time to grab some, uh, if you're a streamer, a variety streamer like Beetle and you're, you're as handsome as him, you should, uh, you should, uh, uh jump in and see if you could, if, if they're ever thinking about a Factorio stream, it, it's a great weekend to do it. Um, so Factorio 1.0 released this weekend, uh, and as a variety streamer, I think it's probably a better bet for you long term, all because now um, uh, I'm kind of tied at the hip to Factorio, and I have to remake myself again if I ever want to swap over. I don't know if I ever want to swap over to whatever net comes next or the whatever's next in the genre. But uh, Badger and I talk about this all the time. Is now he is. It's not of all the games to be linked to. Terraria is a freaking great one. Like the longevity of Terraria is a great one. Factorio is a great one. It's got six years worth of this of this nice uh, nice audience. You know, as someone like uh, like as someone who is linked to something like CS:GO, mm. you you got to be as an FPS shooter. You got to be thinking like, okay, well, what is this Valorant? What is this? Uh, uh, Fortnite. Like, how do, uh, should I should I bail and should I try these turn? You know, should I try a tournament? Maybe I'm a tournament player, and I'm uh, and that's how I get my Twitch audience is through tournaments and stuff. But uh, so so tell me if you've have uh, tell me how do you go about picking the games that you that you variety stream and ha have you thought about the pros and cons of sticking with one or how 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 do you know how long to stay with one? I'll so never play a game really longer than a month um i i love i always like to try new things and i've got so many steam games that i've never played and there's new ones coming out all the time so i just want to try to get to as many of them as i can mm -hmm. uh though i know that there's streamers out there that their their sole purpose of streaming is to play every game in their uh <laughs> steam catalog from start to finish and yep. i i applaud them on that right because that will never happen for me it'll never happen yeah <laughs> um, but I, I try to, I try to switch it up generally every two weeks, but usually it's once a month. Um, if I find something is, is working, I'll stick with it for as long as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, a lot of my, like my main games, like, uh, Fallout, Skyrim, uh, Seven Days to Die, Seven mm -hmm. Days to Die is the one that I'm on right now. Uh, their, a new, their new alpha just came out also. Yep. So I'm, I'm playing through that right now. Um. Seven days it's, is good. I, I oh yeah, can recommend. Can recommend. Yeah, it's um it's mainly just uh whatever I feel like playing. I guess I've uh -huh. been doing uh, streams in my Discord. I've been playing Ghosts of Tsushima off stream, and that's on PlayStation Four. And that's that that game is fantastic. And I had no idea that game was coming out, but it's uh -huh. it's something that I'm not streaming uh to my channel because it's just not something that I wanted to dedicate in my channel too because it's got a lot of grinding out and yep um it's it's a really huge huge expansive game and i didn't want to do too much of that i may right. do it at some point um it's kind of like when i was playing uh death stranding that game it, it was very at, at the end of it it was basically like that was amazing and what just happened like i have no idea what that game was about really still really no, spo was, no was spoilers fun... i got it <laughs> it was a fun it was a fun game we had fun playing it we uh -huh. did some crazy stuff in the game and then just moved on from moved it, on so. right yeah i 
I always think about that a lot of a lot of the time, and that's ideal. Is if you can you can do the things that you need to do for streaming, you can get the uh, the things that you need to do, hit your streaming goals, and then swap games and keep keep variety that you need to do, no matter what you do, and get enough of an audience that's there for you versus the game because. Badger struggles with this all the time, and he—he's probably our best example. I mean, I mean, me too. But I mean, I'll—I'll I'll, I'll occasionally dip back into Terraria. But he's so the difference between me and Badger is I stream. This is this is my second job. Uh, Badger's it's his number one job. So yep. the you know the commitment level is like it's cranked up. You know, you gotta you he's gotta really think about what what am I going to do to eat. Because this is, you know, the streaming is my number one job. For for me, I can, I can dip in and out and kind of ebb and flow out in and out of Factorial on occasion. Um, but uh, I mean, I, I would I would consider myself just a a Factorial guy, speedrunner, mega baser, and all that. There's and there's plenty there for me to do, and there's plenty yet to unpack on this. We've already got we've already got our um, <clears throat> our next two bases ready. Uh, of the things that we want to do, which will probably take me into like October, November, of yep. all the stuff that we want to do, uh, me and the me and the gang, and uh, you know, I don't know, man. It's 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 as deep as it, as you want to go, and and the audience and the followers and all that stuff has been has been really great. So, uh, but I, I don't envy the uh, the the variety streamers on on because content choice is. It's kind of a tough one, right? And and that's a good a good avenue to stream it to Discord to see what kind of stuff. I never thought about that before. Stream it to Discord just to say, if anyone wants to come by, I'm not really interested for my channel necessarily, but it'll just be up there uh, if anyone wants to come by and hang out. That's not a bad... Not a bad play, actually. It's, so it's fun. You get to you get to try new things that you might not have necessarily played on stream, uh -huh. and it's... It's, uh, you know, you don't have to worry about viewer numbers or any of that kind of stuff. You don't have to worry mm -hmm. about trolls coming in because it's, you can gate it. It's your discord. You can set it up so that only people you want to get in can get in. So mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty cool. I, I've, I've done it a couple of times now. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a bad one. Uh, have you tried any, uh, have you tried any watch parties? No, that I have not tried. Okay. All right. I, I'm interested in, in getting that working. Right. We, so we talked about this last week with Allie Jane. She does it every week. I think every Monday night she does a watch party with her and her and the and the gang and her community, and they are digging it. Um, uh, what I want to do here's my here's my jam is I want a Mystery Science Theater three thousand the right. watch party, but I want to be able to pause or I want to be able to film critic something and break it down. So, have you ever heard? Okay, I imagine if you, Kevin, if you've ever heard Kevin Smith break down a movie, where he goes scene by scene, and he unpacked Batman, Bad News Bears, and and unpack scene by scene as a filmmaker, unpack all of those things. Um, I found myself in some in some uh, of the good movies that I really like unpacking the scene and talking about that. I've got a, there's a couple of people in my sphere that I know are movie snobs that I would love to do movie commentary on. But here's the thing, is you need to be able to pause the show because otherwise you're the ass that's talking over the movie. Because right. when you start the watch party, it starts for everybody else. If you're in the right country and you have Prime, 
Um, otherwise, it it uh, it'll look like just uh, Beetle as full screen with all his background. And what do you know? What he's doing? He's not doing anything else at the game. He's just doing this, right? Because you're all watching yeah, a movie. Yeah, yeah. If but if if you do have a watch, if you do have Prime, it puts you. It puts Beetle's picture up there in the upper right of the screen where the ads go, and then the movie is the big screen, which is cool, right? And then it has watch party happening and all this other stuff. So. Um, I would love to be, and you could you could do audio, you could do alerts, you could do all that cool stuff, hosts and all that stuff. The first version of Watch Party was dog crap. Uh, this next version is very, much better. So I did a test version, and I said, all right, I'm going to pause the show. Does it pause for you guys also? Does it pause for the community? And no, it keeps going. And when I hit unpause, I jumped ahead in the action. So when I talked for 30 seconds, I I lost the show. And right. I talked over 30 seconds of their movie. And then when I hit play, I immediately lost that content. And they were like, hey, shut up. The movie's on. You know, so <laughs> so I don't want to be that guy who's talking in the theater. I would love to be able to go just pause a movie at a cool point or start laugh with the audience and talk about it. Right. Or right. go or look right here in this scene. OK, this scene. Look at how he comes out of here. And this is a great part. And he comes, you know, and break it down or crack wise. One of the two. Um. But that, that is my only thing. That's, that's what really prevents me from going into watch parties uh, and doing movie night. Uh, I think that would be hilarious. Also, my, Europe, my, my audience is mostly late-night Europeaners. Uh, and the, for a long time, watch parties was not available in Europe. It was only U.S. and Canada. Right. So uh, it only recently broke open. So as soon as that breaks open, man, I'm, uh, I'm going to try some, some watch parties. And I'll... Uh, be let you know how it, how it goes because that if you if you're a movie dude if you're a Kevin Smith person oh, yeah. and a fan let's talk about let's do Clerks let's do uh, Dogma let's oh, do yeah. uh, you know let's 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 get it done I mean I'm sure it's out out there on Prime and that library of Prime keeps expanding right Yep Yeah, yeah No I'll, I'll definitely give that a shot someday I thinking I'm thinking maybe that's one of the things I'll say for After Partner So maybe Yeah there's, there's some things that I haven't. There's a lot of things I haven't done yet that I want to save for after partner. I want yes. to make them a little more special. Yeah. People have been on me about playing Minecraft and Witcher Three. I'm like, I've never played either of those games, surprisingly. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, I'll play them after partner. After, after, yeah. So what, what do you, what things are you? So if you want to break a little bit down, what are you, uh, what are you doing right now? What's your, what's your next goal? Sounds like it's partner, but what are you doing? What, what things are you doing? What are you putting in place to, uh, to get there? Well, my goal right now isn't partner for me. It's partners for other members of the team that we're mm. on. So we've got kind That's of right. like a cycle. We've got a cycle that we do, and um, it's 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 putting the emphasis on whoever is making the strongest showing at the time, uh -huh. and whoever's uh, poised. We try to get behind them and rally and and uh, just elevate them to that next level, mm -hmm. and then continue that momentum on through into what would be possibly the next partner push. Yeah. So, um, it's it's the team that I'm on, Broken Ankle. We we are all about uh, raising each other up and working together as a cohesive unit and trying to highlight whoever it is that's uh, really close to where they are in terms of their uh, journey to partner. So it's it's not always it's like it's not me right now. Believe it or not, like even though things are kind of crazy with me right now, like You're doing I'm not great, even. Man. I'm I'm on my way, but I'm not at that point yet. But I I'm not discouraged i'm not disheartened right. like things things are crazier right now than they've 
been in the last two and a half years that I've been streaming. Mm-hmm. And it's great. Um, it's it's I've got I've changed my outlook tremendously. Like there's days when my viewership drops a little bit, and I try to you know I I say to myself, well, you you may think that this was a bad day, but there's somebody else out there who if they they would trade places with you in a minute to have that day. Absolutely. So, absolutely it's, it's it's all built on going from those the smaller experiences up to the bigger experiences you can't yep. you can't even you wouldn't but uh i saw a video come out recently about why uh larger streamers don't raid smaller streamers and there's logic to that because they haven't really developed to that point yet to not necessarily handle it but how to incorporate it successfully into their growth yeah so yeah it it, it makes sense uh, I, I love articles like that to talk about, you know, streaming behavior and uh, any, any of that business. That's all, all interesting to me, like the, 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 the science slash art of streaming and, and who, you know, the, what does, and like I said at the, at the, uh, at the top was what does success mean to you? Like by, by whatever version of success means, you know, uh, when I first started, I, I mean, I was, I was streaming to four people. It, uh, the bot, my mom, <laughs> you know, and like two other people, you know, Kenichi and Smish, right? Those, those guys were, they were there from the, from the beginning. And, uh, the fact that we've done so much and we now have a server, we now play video games and we now, we took us all the way to Factorio 1.0. It's insane. And I, I'll cry if I think about it too hard, uh, because it, it's a surreal life. And, and this weekend has been really, really uh, has been eye-opening for me on all the way to Factorial 1.0. And uh, I was, I went to bed last night, and I just, I just said, man, this is exactly what I wanted to be doing with with, with streaming, is this sort of stuff. And, I mean, it, it, it kind of is. I mean, streaming is way more than just playing video games and putting a camera on. But, it, you know, when you boil it down, is it's, uh, it's people who enjoy video games hanging out together, right? It's, yep. it's kind of what it is. And cracking wise and playing playing video games together. I mean, there's a framework around it, and there's there's definitely things you got to do. But uh, like, it's a thing. Um, so and that's hey, how I, I describe that partner number to my audience. I tell and all the yeah. people that come in, all my friends, all my mods. I tell them that uh, it's not you're not just looking for 75 bodies to take over so you can fill out that application, like. The, at the time, I think I was at like 30 concurrent, and, and the way I started looking at it was, okay, we have 30 people, 30 friends that I have that come in and stay consistently. Yep. And that just means that there's 45 more friends that I haven't made yet, and potentially even more than that. So, boom. Looking forward to getting to know all those people and, and, and you know, sharing stories and hanging out and, and changing lives and things like that. Yeah. It's good, man. It it's a surreal life. Yeah, and like I said, I'll start crying if I think about it. Uh, think about it too hard, because it's it's uh it's, it's crazy. The, and and by the way, partner is is a thing. So so Badger will tell you, don't worry about it. Work on the systems. Work on all that sort of things. But I, I don't know, man. <clears throat> so the number one thing that uh that you get out of partnership right now is transcoding from Twitch. Uh, the, so I talked to at TwitchCon, I talked to Mike Minton, uh, and Mike Minton is the VP of revenue on Twitch. 
And what he was saying was, uh, this this was in 2019 TwitchCon? Yes, 2019 TwitchCon. And he said, 44% of all Twitch viewers worldwide look at Twitch on this. He said, so what we're doing is we're investing in getting this experience uh, tight and getting it down. But if you think about it, <clears throat> this means that you need transcoding because now yep. uh, getting it to and transcoding is I'm going to broadcast at 1080p, but then Twitch is going to go and pop out 480p, 360, one, one, uh, 380, 160, whatever, whatever those numbers are, and let you squeak by a lower, uh, lower graphic rate so that your mobile device can do it. So... Um, and, uh, what and I was also talking, uh, so that's, that's the, the VP guy. And then I was also talking to, to a member of Twitch staff who was, um, who was telling me about, um, transcoding as it relates to squad streaming. So I think, uh, Jazzy and I were in front of him and he, they, she said, well, why don't affiliates get squad streaming? And he said, well, look at the screen. If you look at squad streaming, there's a if there's two people, there's a big screen and a little screen, and there's an active and a and a background. And he said one streamer is in 720p and the other streamer is in 380p. The way that the, what that needs to happen is transcoding, straight up, and that takes and that costs every time we do that. That costs Twitch money. He said so every person we bring on to transcoding, it is a cost. And we know exactly how much money that costs. And I said, will you tell me that number? And he says, no. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, he says, so how much that transcoding costs per, you know, per individual per hour of transcoded broadcasting. And uh, he said, so he said, no, but uh, that is, that's the number one. And he says, so uh, if you have transcoding, which is paying for you to reach more viewers, Basically through this, there's 44% of your, of your video that, that is likely to be bandwidth squelched, right? For right. more, for more of a, uh, for lack of a better word and, uh, transcoding is it. Um, and your viewers will be able to view you more easily and have a better, just a better experience on mobile, less buffering, you know, they can, you, know, you don't have to attach to a cord or anything like that. Uh, that is an actual felt need. All the other, all the other needs, needs, or all the other benefits of a partner, you can do just about everything else with affiliate, right? With uh, emotes and monetization and um, is the watch parties now and everything that's non, uh, other than that, other than that silly purple check mark. Everything else, you you can do everything. So Beetle, you can do everything I can do, uh, other than those transcoding. And transcoding is kind of big, like I, yeah. so I. Uh, I don't, I don't, uh, Badger would say, don't worry about it. And he would probably poop on you a little bit for having partner as a goal. I don't like, I, I think it's great. My joke is, uh, I put that, uh, there's like, man, that purple check mark. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, narcissistic and it's, it's like just something you show off and you sport around. And I said, man, I worked so hard to get this. I will put that purple badge right here before I go to Walmart, man. I, 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 I'll throw that on there because like we worked hard to go get this. Like me and my, my guys, like I, I take my guys where we go. Like that's where we go. Like where I am, right. my community is there with me. And this purple badge is I'm, I'm, I'm representing them. I go, I go for them. That's where I'm going. 
And if that's to uh, if that's to someone else's channel or if that's to Walmart, I'm going. Like I'm I'm sporting that badge because uh, I represent them, and I'm going to do my damnedest to do so. So yeah. uh, it's, it's funny you mentioned that because sometimes I feel like it's almost like ambassador status. It like, is. It is like going to, going to a TwitchCon. It's like you're the things you're doing there is a reflection of your. Community. They sent they sent me. They sent me right. Yeah, exactly. The, my guys sent me right. They said, who will go for us? And I said, I will go, man. I will go and represent us, man. And we're, let's, let's do the thing. So uh, I don't feel bad about it at all. I mean, it is a little bit. I mean, I, I, you know, if I, when I do throw that on and I do go to Walmart, I mean, like the wife is a little upset because like, I got to push the ladies off of my Civic to, <laughs> before I get in my Civic and go home. But, uh, but yeah, otherwise, it's, uh, it's, it's really good. So, oh, hey, other thing, two things before we, uh, before we wrap have you been hit by DMCA? Any any of that First, stuff on your on your clips? Uh, there's been like muted things, and I actually have noticed recently that a couple of my clips have mysteriously gone missing. But I haven't gotten any You're official. Saying. Yeah, I haven't gotten any official like notification or anything like that. So. Yeah, really. So yeah. so you you what do you do? So do you do music on your stream, or or do you have a in, in non copyright or Pretzel Rocks or something or Monster Cat? I used to just broadcast whatever, really, but mm -hmm. I've gotten a little more careful about it now. Um, I I do local artists who I have Good. their permission, like they're on Spotify, but they they're they won't get hit by DMCA because uh, they're not like under that umbrella right. really like they're just they're they're kind of small time so they'll jump at the chance to be broadcast like that yeah for sure um and then there's also like um i draw some inspiration from uh, on my team cb the great i draw inspiration mm -hmm. from he uses trap mixes of stuff so i have some trap mix music mixed in there like nice. uh Leg legend of zelda trap remix things like that and then there's also um if anybody's into EDM there's Anjuna Beats and they they do yeah they do um <laughs> they made a playlist that was specifically for Twitch like in partnership with Twitch awesome and i just kind of picked and choose uh music out of there and added it to my list and i use that and then i know Harris Heller has just had a ton of music made that's designed for Twitch as well and it's all DMCA free so i'm going to start plugging some of that in too yeah there is a service that our mutual friend Z1 Gaming recommended, and uh, I don't know if you you have uh, run into him again since, but he said that um, you pay for a service and then you can use music from this service, and then if you ever stop, you're t uh, you're you're covered by copyright. You're you're covered by your uh, DMCA stuff. Um, um, for the time period you had the service. So if, you did, if you're going to YouTube for a year and you make a bunch of videos, you can pay for a year's worth of service. You make your videos, you're covered. Even if you, uh, the year rolls to 2020, you relinquish the service, all your 2019 videos are safe. Um, right. And they're covered by, by the thing in there, and you won't, you know, no claims. So, um, yeah, and, if, and uh, so... I, I'm I'm largely considering doing that one. I don't usually have I don't haven't needed to because I've been doing pretzel rocks and that's so I put a link in the chat to um, uh, to to um, an article off of off of uh, it was from August 14th, so very very recently. Yeah, Friday. Is that right? Eight fourteen. Yeah. Yep. So they uh, they were what they're saying was. Um, um, there's copyright notices, and Twitch is really struggling with this, but Twitch is behind the times. 
is it's an untapped mu music because of exactly what you're saying. The point of this article is that Twitch is Twitch is not they're reacting and they're not proacting. They're reacting because a DMCA will hit them and then they'll they'll clamp down on the streamer, and that spooked me big time because I guess it was in June or July. It was June, right, where the the mass clip deletion party that everybody had was because Twitter started lighting up with. Hey, my clip from 2017 was flagged, and I I got and uh, they said it was this is one out of three strikes and you'll be suspended. And then the very next tweet was, I got three strikes in the same day because three clips from 2017 were flagged with DMCA, and now I'm suspended for 24 hours. And I went, what? No. So then yeah. I, the massive clip deletion party began. So. I went right all through my my VODs and my clips or anything that I'd saved, anything with muted audio, gone because Twitch yep. has already already looked at it and went, all right, the, we've deemed this risky and we are muting it for you. I didn't want any uh, one clip is not worth my channel, right? right. So I gone uh, immediately gone. I also went through everything that was not Factorio because in Factorio I play a certain set of copyright-free drum beats in the background. It's just, you know, just so that there's some sort of noise that I listen to in the background. It's barely audible most times to the audience, but it is something in the background. So it's not overbearing. It's not doesn't overbear my voice. It doesn't overbear the, the, uh, the, um, the noises of Factorio. And uh, I don't play Factorio music because it's dog crap. Uh, they did not do a good job with that soundtrack at all. The clips that I did go through and gut pretty badly was my Grand Theft Auto clips when I streamed GTA. Um, I I usually I use had some some game in game music, which there is a mission that you fly uh, an F fourteen off of a carrier. You break through this little mission, and as soon as you start flying the F fourteen off, your mission is to escape in the F fourteens without dying. It starts playing uh, Danger Zone, Kenny Loggins. And I'm going, I, I can't broadcast this. I, I can't. It's in-game. And you can't really, you, you have to shut off all the music, uh, all that, which I turned, there's a radio in GTA, right? You could shut off. I usually shut that off. Yep. But this is mission music that just starts up. And I'm going, no, I can't, ah, no. <laughs> that may be fine for you at home. That's not fine for me. And there was a couple instances like that where I just went through all my old GTA stuff and went, click, click, click. Sorry. Sorry, bro. Gone, 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 gone. Yeah. And I, just, I crushed it all, man. Um, and it was the great, the great purge. Um, so the oh, was it was there? So someone in chat just says, or Mojo's in chat said, there's there was a previous Factorio soundtrack. This was the improved version. <laughs> Factorio soundtrack. Uh, Factorio is one of the greatest games on planet Earth you'll ever get. The soundtrack is dog crap. It is. I I hate it the most. It's so depressing. Uh, so I play my own. I'm, I'm uh, Beetle. I'm in your camp of, yeah. Uh, Twitch should be embracing local artists and saying, "We have streamers. We have a platform. Would you like to expose your music on this platform? Let's talk, right? right. Or, or better yet, do you have a relationship with this streamer? Can you get him the access or get her the access or get the license to do it? And she'll broadcast your." Video. She hits the button like Lethal Frag. 
Who would who would not? It's like a concert. Who would not love to to have a guy uh, sponsored their music sponsors? You know, basically sponsoring their music to who hits the button and gets a thousand viewers concurrent every day, any day, yep. any day. He hits the button and he's got a thousand people there. Would you like your hey starving artist, SoundCloud person, Spotify person? Would you like your music played for uh, for a thousand people uh, three times a week? Yes. Let's let's talk. Let, like let's yep. do that, right? The same way that watch parties basically arms affiliates and partners as salespeople for Prime, right? It really does. Right. Like, hey, you want to be part of our community? Hit that Prime button. Let's go watch a movie together. Hit that Prime button. Let's go talk. Let's go play this game together, right? Um, but the, yeah, the uh, <clears throat> that uh, that would be that would be fantastic if they could get all those legal loopholes done. And uh, and arm the affiliates and arm the partners as salespeople for these artists' music. That's that's what we need to do, right? Uh, I agree. Man. That could be extremely beneficial. Huge. It could be huge, right? Uh, and yeah. and but because here's the thing: How do you get new music today? How so, Beetle? How are you exposed to new music today? Uh, the, either through the local genre, because I mean. I like I said I'm I'm bad at social media so I don't pick up that stuff right. anywhere else but either right. like if if I hear it in a game or mm-hmm. if it's it happens to be like something that somebody shares with me or I see it in or I hear it in a stream yep. like if I hear it in someone's stream and I there, there's plenty of musical people on stream too so yep. on Twitch and they they do fantastic stuff so but I'm it, surprised that more success stories haven't come out of people doing live concerts on Twitch yeah but I think that's that may be coming but it used to be it used to be the radio, the radio, and you had a bunch of stations yeah. that would play the thing, and they would expose music to the world based on your channel choices or your genre. Hey, you liked Kiss, so you're gonna like Twisted Sister. So here we go, you know, party every day, right? So let's let's hear another one from from uh, from Twisted Sister, right? Uh, so same thing. That was the exposure, but. Yeah, I don't get exposed to music anymore. Like even if I go to Pandora or Spotify, I'll say a genre, but the list of is that is very siloed, right? It's very yep. it's a narrow band. So yeah, like you, you would be exposed to it from a game or a streamer or some relationship you already have because there is no more. I mean, there's no more radio, right? It's a, you know, I don't know, I don't know anybody, none of my buddies in, or I listen to the radio anymore. This is now my radio, and it's Spotify, right? Or it's uh, it's Pandora, right? So. The only radio I listen to, as lame as it sounds, I listen to the radio for the commercials so I can listen to yeah. voice actors. Train. Try to listen to voice actors and train. <laughs> it's a trade secret, And bring yeah. full circle. Yeah, full circle. All right, give me your predictions for things for COVID-related stuff. All right, shifting gears, then we'll host, then we'll host you and let you get out of here. What things are here to stay because of COVID and what things are gone forever? Uh... I think at this point, there's uh, so many things that have been impacted. Um, yeah. I don't even know. I think it's it's still going, so we don't even know the full impact it's going to have. But right. I, I think that people are going to be more, hopefully they're going to be more conscious about, you know, like hand sanitation and, and pe- more people are going to be prone to wearing masks in public, I think. Uh-huh. Um, masks seem like one of those things that's going to be here to stay. For, yeah, forever, I mean, forever, right? If for no other reason than 
now there's advertisements for it and like clothing manufacturers are making them now like yes. they're going to become i think part of fashion yes and yes so it's it's not even going to be i think it's not even going to be about the health issue i think it's going to be more about fashion at this point i i agree it's going to it's going to be become of, part of americana right yeah instead of wearing them for the the reason of of halting the pandemic they're going to be worn for other reasons statement so, yeah yeah right yeah a statement so i was i was actually at a uh i was actually at a mall yesterday it was the first time i've been to a mall in a couple of years my buddy and his were his buddy and his friends were hanging out everybody had masks and then i grabbed a picture i wish i'd posted it i think i i just sent it on to the wife and i said hey look uh there is a kiosk at the mall with with mannequin heads and they had masks on and i went look at that in six months those kiosks used to be filled with what sunglasses or a chiropractor or a pretzel stand or oh, whatever. There's something in in the it's in the middle. It's not a store. It's not a it's not one of the side room stores with the gate coming down. But it's like a wagon right. that they push out, and it was masks. And I went, there you go. I mean, uh, and it was part of. And there were people swinging by and going hey i like this one i like this one you know they had sports teams on it they had yep. that's another place to put you know sports teams or you put on uh you know uh, uh there's one there were, and then and right next to each other this is hilarious this is capitalism one of them had blue lives matter and the other one had black lives matter and they were on sale next to each other <laughs> it's Oof. like someone will make a buck off of off of either way <laughs> so. yeah they're like that's that's the ultimate neutral right there yep so that's that's like selling masks in switzerland yeah or or you do uh or you, it's like look i'm not gonna go panning for gold i'm gonna go sell picks and shovels man so whatever you want here here we go i'm it's a it's and it's it's a picture of 2020 all rolled into one it's yep. the mask it's the cops and it's the black Lives matter stuff it was right all together and i went like that's yeah well done buddy whatever well done you stay out of it but make a buck like let's go <laughs> It's amazing so how fast that transition happened too. Like I remember, like I'm in the LA area, so I'm how used quick? to seeing people on right. street corners selling. Like, well, so LA, it's like you got you got the the Lakers, you got Dodgers. Like yep. that merchandise is on almost every street Everything. corner downtown. Yeah, and it's it's the 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 t-shirts and all that 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 selection has shrunk slightly mm -hmm. and it's been replaced with masks mm -hmm. for all local teams and local things. Yep. I think uh, I think it's going to be a long time before we do martial arts again. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how we're going to do that. Um, we, used, I mean, I did martial arts for uh, up until this year, and I don't, I don't, I didn't do any past February, but right before PAX uh, East, I think that's that may be gone. Gyms are going to be tough because our neighbors own a gym, and they said it's 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 gone. I mean, yeah. you can't you can't last this long. And uh, in most localities have a one through 10 of categories of services you can offer and gyms and martial arts and boxing and all that sort of stuff that that business is at 10. Like you have it. That means uh, and depending on the number of cases in your hotspot or of, of how much of how much of this you can do. Right. Essential services is one and intimate stuff like sweating into each other's faces is 10 and you can't. You can't do that anymore, yeah. right? So, yeah, man. I, uh, there was a dude that sweat into my eye, rolled off his chin and sweat into my eye. And then, like an hour later, 
I, I, I watched it roll off of my nose and went straight into his mouth. My sweat went right oh. into his mouth. <laughs> and he got, well, look, we're, we're wrestling here. Like, it's, we're trying to strangle each other is what we're doing. We're, like, we're trying to get position. We're, trying to, we're training. But, I mean, we're, this is a, it's an intimate thing, man. And you're going, yeah. well, I guess that's a, that's a thing. I think uh, one other prediction, which was, which was an outside, I'll give you this one. I would, I would love, like, okay, so Japan has had no handshakes for a long time, and Japan yep. has had uh, masks for a long time. I'm, by the way, if you listen to this show at all, you know how what a big fan of Japan I am. Like, they never locked down. They just did social distancing. They beat, they beat COVID like that, right, uh, handily. And I, you know what I think is going gonna, is gonna to come out? The bow, right? I think? Yeah, that would be so great. I really love to bow. I love a bowing, uh, I love a bowing culture, man. Uh, I think I, I, there's definitely going to be some kind of other gesture that replaces handshakes. Like uh, for the for the few people that I've had contact with over the last couple of months, it's been like elbow yep. bumps. I did an elbow bump. I did an elbow bump yesterday. I did one yesterday. Yep, uh, uh, and that's good. Oh, uh, another one. A company just came out with. Uh, let me adjust my camera. Uh, a company just came out with. Um, okay, in an office building, fountain number one, fountain number two. One's taller, one's shorter. Right. The shorter one is going to be replaced with a little hand washing station. Interesting. In an office building. So, because, I mean, who uses the short one? It's, I mean, it's basically at your thigh level, right? For everybody. And there's no, and every, everyone in the office, most of it's adults. It's an off, office building type of thing. Um, everyone can use the other water fountain. That water fountain may go away, but they're at least replacing one of them with a hand washing station. And it was pretty cool because it had the soap there. It had running water. And you put it. It's not in the restroom where you have to open a door or anything because the restroom is, is different stuff, right? It's sink and the toilet and the urinal and all the other stuff. But this is just, I need to wash my hands. I don't go in the restroom. Uh, but you could go to it, and it's right next to the watering station. And you hit it. It's instant 100-degree um, Fahrenheit water. So it's nice and warm. And a soap mm. and a drain. But it replaces. It's not in the restroom. It's just like this little unit. It looks like a water cooler, but it's for your hands. And that was was being replaced in in a couple of office buildings as as like a prototype. And I went, that's it. That is going to be there forever, right? Um, yeah. And that's a great example of something that of hand washing is probably going to be become part of our national identity. And hand care because the more you wash your hands the drier they'll get so i could i would expect some like hand lotion and some sanitary hand lotion like we're gonna be, we're gonna take way better care of our hands or we're gonna have some sort of gloves that are like either germ resistant or something or biodegradable disposable type of things that we can use once and then ditch and use once and ditch or breathable but also protective like we're we're gonna our hands are gonna become a really big uh, selling point in the next one or two years. So I'm I'm uh, I think that's a good one. I'm trying to figure out something I can invest a couple hundred bucks in, <laughs> see if I can uh, make some make some money and uh, get out get out of this uh, get out of my class. I want to be I'd like to be rich. So <laughs> I'm not rich, <laughs> but I'd like to be rich. If I could find that idea, I'd love to uh, throw a couple hundred bucks on it and make it make a gajillion. On the uh, go hand sanitation. Hand sanitation, man. All right. Well, uh, Beetle Bomb, tell us what you got coming up this week, and uh, I'm going to put your link in the chat. So tell us what we got. you got in store for us uh, later this week. 
this week is basically Seven Days to Die. Uh, there's a nice. new extension out for it that's been pretty popular recently called Mischief Maker. Chat can influence uh, zombie spawning oh. by using bits as low as like 10 bits. They yep. can affect the stream. So it's been pretty crazy. We've had some pretty uh, pretty outrageous scenarios. It's been pretty fantastic. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, uh, interactive with chat, all those sorts of things are really, really fun. Like we had a bunch of, I have the same thing coming up with uh, mine is tomorrow, my my Twitch nuke interaction base. You've seen that? Have you seen that that business where their bits drop nukes on my on my base? Yes, yeah, I have seen that. Yeah, it's traumatic. I think I did it man. once or twice. Yeah, they did it tw- once <laughs> I won't or twice. Lie. The, yeah, the, 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 the big troll right here is uh, my buddy Veldak, who it's like a little cat and mouse game that, that we play. But uh, it's uh, it's crazy, and uh, with the release of Factorio 1.0, a couple things have now changed. The nuke is now permanent; it leaves a permanent mark. It also oh. destroys concrete, so you have to reconcrete where it where it blows up. Um, you can concrete over that permanent mark, but then uh, it it pulls it up at permanent mark on the on the ground in the center. And uh, it's now a new, more glorious mushroom cloud than it was. It used to just be this exploding deal, but now it's it's more glorious. They said we we're getting a uh, getting a new one. <clears throat> so uh, that's coming up tomorrow. The rest of it, I'm not. Uh, this is since this is Factorio week, no days off, and I'm also off my other job. Uh, we have to take vacation because uh, the COVID economy. They said everybody's got to take this vacation <laughs> stuff, so I got to I got to take a week off. So I'm taking a week off, uh, and it co- I coincided my week off with uh, Factorial release. So I'm gonna be streaming my ball sack off, and we're gonna go. Uh, we're just gonna do Factorial, and I'm gonna do. I'm gonna wake up. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna run, and I'm gonna shower. I'm gonna hit some breakfast. I'm gonna throw down a cup of coffee. I'm gonna hit the go live button, and we're gonna play play the crap out of Factorial, and we're gonna have a great time. Uh, and that's that's what I got going on. All right. So Sounds like an uh, awesome week. Huh? Sounds like an awesome week. Yeah, man. What, like, what else? What else are we gonna do, man? We're gonna have fun with the fun with the community. I've had such a great weekend, and uh, a lot of stuff. I'm put some stuff out on YouTube uh, for new players. Also, every Friday we do uh, we basically do new player night, where if you are a new player and you have questions, like you, you know, you've seen my base beetle. Like, I've got a bunch of stuff going on all the time. Oh yeah, and. Sometimes if the biters are coming in, I don't really have time to sit there and explain something. I'm also coordinating with the rest of the team and saying, okay, do this, take this thing, and keep them out of trouble. Um, but uh, I, will ha- I will take time on Fridays if you have, say, look, I'm having a hard time with rails. Uh, can you break down a couple things, or can, you send, can I send you a screenshot? And you can look at, tell me what I'm doing wrong with rails. Or I'm having trouble with oil. Uh, fluids are kicking my butt i need some help with oil how do i how do i get past fluids or i need a circuit uh thing or look at my build and check it out we'll just do that it'll say okay scrap uh we're gonna put the base aside we're gonna open it up and we'll just unpack it so those have been those have been pretty good new players can come by and uh and uh check it out so i'll probably be around for one of those you want to yeah holler if you want to holler if you want to experience is very limited that's fine. Holler if you want a uh, holler if you want a walkthrough, man. I'm happy to do it and uh, chat. And uh, I'm happy to introduce my my folks to you because uh, you're one of the most interesting people I met at uh, all that packs. And uh, you're great. I love hanging out in your streams. You got a lot of good stuff going on. And the and my favorite one is yeah. Oh man, <laughs> go sub to Beetle. He'll show you what he want. Uh, he'll show you what happens, man. Uh, it's, it's great stuff. He's got a lot of great stuff. 
All right, let's sign off. Uh, thank you very much for being here, Chad. If you want, if you're listening to this on YouTube or on Spotify, you can come be a part of this live and uh, hang out in the chat. Twitch.tv backslash enough about you. Uh, also, you can um, if you're in chat. Uh, consequently, you can check us out on enough about you on Spotify, enough about you show on YouTube. I uh, use you post the links of all those sorts of things. This this video will be up, and all the stuff will be up tomorrow on uh, on Monday evening. So. Uh, let's do Badger sign off. We uh, Beetle on get you to salute at the end of this, but uh, sure. Badger says, uh, stay motivated because if you're motivated to do anything, stay awesome because you know you're already awesome. Remember, wash your hands. <laughs>